the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A good day to be in the womb. Everybody knew it was coming, and now it's over. No more federal protection for abortion. Roe v. Wade goes down. The score was 5-4, to four, and there's no way to predict how many babies will be saved by this. But it was easy to predict the prime candidates for this. And now it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Well, the Democrats aren't going to give up on uh, killing babies because of some silly ruling by the uh, Supreme Court. And you just knew that Maxine Waters would set herself apart by saying something either really stupid or really incendiary or both. You see this turnout here? You ain't seen nothing yet. Women are going to control their bodies no matter how they try and stop us. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. Women will be in control of their bodies. And if they think black women are intimidated or afraid, they got another thought coming. Black women will be out in droves. We will be out by the thousands. We will be out by the millions. We're going to make sure we fight for the right to control our own bodies. Thank you. Yeah, okay, Maxine. Sounds a little insurrection-y, don't you think? The hell with the Supreme Court? That seems, uh, I don't know, I don't know, insurrectiony. She's obviously a big fan of black babies being the most likely to be aborted, by the way. She heard what she said about black women not being intimidated. And she's obviously a slam-dunk choice for this week's Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us. Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. And speaking of black babies and abortion, in our second half hour today, we're going to talk to Horace Cooper from Project 21 Black Leadership Network about the comments from Maxine and what this might mean for blacks. And coming up after this break, Tom Jipping an expert on abortion law with the Heritage Foundation. Stick around. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. 
It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and start getting cash back in every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. That's promo code SALEM. Remember, use promo code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0.00. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Your spouse has said your marriage is over. And they're ready to walk out the door. So where does that leave you? Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Bean, founder of Marriage Helper. We've helped thousands of couples in this exact situation. We want to share with you the things you can do right now to start turning this crisis around. If you're somebody who's lying in bed, sobbing yourself to sleep because your husband has left you or walked out on you or your wife has left you and you think, oh, well, this is it now. It's not it. There is hope. We're going to teach you the three things you need to start doing immediately to get your spouse back. If your marriage is in crisis, you're not going to want to miss this special Save My Marriage event happening on lovestories.com. Visit lovestories.com for the free Save My Marriage mini course happening right now on lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, as of today, there is no uh, constitutional guarantee of the right to kill babies in the womb. And the reaction is exactly what you would expect from both sides, as I'm sure you've been seeing if you've been paying any attention at all. In the media today, Democrats are mad, really mad, and in many cases defiant. So what happens now? Well, Thomas Jipping is a senior legal fellow for the Center for Legal and Judicial Studies at the Heritage Foundation. He's been paying a lot of attention to this, obviously, and he joins us now. Tom, thanks for coming on again. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So um, lots of anger, disappointment, and, as I said, uh, defiance out there from Democrats. So what should we expect from them uh, short-term and long-term now? Well, a couple of observations about that reaction. Number one, none of those people uh, makes any effort to defend Roe versus Wade. They protest overruling a decision that they cannot defend. Uh, I, I think that's what that's required for people who say that we should have kept that decision. No one even tries to suggest that it was correctly decided, and therefore it's got to go. Second. Uh, imagine some of these people using violence to defend killing babies. How weird is that? Um, I think going forward, uh, this decision did one specific thing. It simply said that the Constitution does not prevent legislatures uh, from protecting the unborn. That's all it said. It's up to legislatures then to take steps that they are now allowed to take. Um, there's never been a constitutional right to abortion, and the Supreme Court today made that clear. They said Roe versus Wade was egregiously wrong when it was decided. It was not a valid interpretation of the Constitution in 1973, and it isn't today. Uh, and so it's up to legislatures to now use authority that they had all along, but that the Supreme Court has now given them the green light to use. So why did it take 50 years uh, to figure this out? I, I mean, besides the fact that it, it have, you have to get the right n- numbers in the Supreme Court to, to overturn it, but, I mean, just in, in, the, in the 
minds of the people in the country, uh, why were so many, including a lot of Republicans for a long time, okay with Roe v. Wade and thinking that it was a a good uh, constitutional interpretation? No, the fact that they did not overrule it before now does not mean that justices thought that it was correct. It's a, it's a combination of three things. Uh, number one, you know, in our, in our judicial system, I don't think we, we, we wouldn't, we don't want the Supreme Court to be able to just, you know, rule on whatever issue they want whenever they want. Um, they, they decide concrete, specific cases. They do not uh, decide issues. Second, uh, you do have to have the right justices on the Supreme Court who take a, the, the correct approach to interpreting the Constitution. Uh, and third, you have to get the right case there. Um, different cases raise different kinds of issues, even though they might touch on abortion. The Mississippi legislature got it right this time because they, they passed a, a specific law targeted at uh, what was left of Roe versus Wade, and therefore they really put the Supreme Court in a position where in order to decide that case, the Supreme Court had to say yay or nay on Roe. Uh, you know, that did take a while, um, but that is the way our judicial system works. It's a combination of, uh, you know, the, the power that judges have, but also um, what legislatures are doing to, to pass new laws. So um, we all wish it would have happened sooner, but it happened, and it happened the best way possible. I don't think that Justice Alito's opinion could have been written better. Why do you say that, Tom? Well, it, it addresses... The key issues, it addresses whether Roe versus Wade was correctly decided and why it wasn't. It specifically addresses uh, the, the principles that the Supreme Court uses about whether to uh, abandon an incorrect precedent. And Justice Alito looked at five different factors that are important there. And uh, they, he specifically addressed not only the Chief Justice's position, uh, but also different issues that were raised in the dissent. And he did all of those things directly on the basis of uh, fundamental constitutional principles, and he came to the right answer. This was a great decision. Uh, Governor Tom Wolf here in Pennsylvania has already said that he will protect the, uh, the, uh, the right of women to uh, have an abortion. I don't know if he used the word abortion. They rarely do. He probably said uh, reproductive rights or one of those stupid statements, but um, in how many states did abortion become illegal as of today? If, if not illegal, virtually illegal. Well, there's a couple of different categories of laws. One of them is laws that existed before Roe versus Wade uh, that were essentially on hold. Um, there's different ways of bringing those uh, laws back into effect. The other category are newer laws that were passed anticipating uh, that Roe versus Wade would be overruled. And those come in different varieties. A few of them, you know, went into effect immediately today. Others have a, a delay of maybe 30 days, or perhaps the legislature has to act or something. So there's a variety of them. But I think uh, probably about half the states in the near future will have laws banning abortion. Uh, there's about a dozen states that have very pro abortion laws already on the books, and the others. I haven't made specific laws on that yet. I'll have to say it's really kind of sad about Governor Wolf's position there because, of course, Pennsylvania has been the source of a lot of strong pro-life laws in the past, several of which have been the basis for Supreme Court decisions. So that kind of legacy uh, now becoming, you know, this kind of a position is kind of sad, I think. You wrote last week uh, that there are lots of prosecutors out there who will refuse to prosecute uh, anybody who violates these laws. Uh, how can they get away with that, and, and are they going to get away with it? Well, what they're going to say is that prosecutors have discretion about, you know, making decisions about charging people and so on. Um, that's, that's fake because that discretion applies in individual cases, and these prosecutors are saying we're not going to enforce the law across the board, no matter what each case is about. Uh, and, you know, second, we're talking about prosecutors who are substituting their judgment about what the law should be. 
That's not the job of the executive branch of government. That's up to the people's legislators. So, you know, we, we have, this is a big problem and it's going to, it's going to grow. I think everybody has an interest in having their government operate with integrity. And that includes uh, prosecutors and attorneys general keeping their politics out of their law enforcement. But that's exactly what's happening. And people are going to have to be vigilant about demanding that their public officials do their job. What's the recourse for someone uh, who, uh, when there's a problem, obviously it's, uh, you can impeach them and remove them, recall them the way they did in San Francisco and the way they may do in L.A., but other than what, I mean, other than that, what's the recourse that somebody has if a prosecutor decides that he gets to prosecute only people who violate the laws that he likes, he or she? Well, that probably varies from state to state. Uh, and there are whatever state ought to have. Now, I realize that in some states, it, probably in uh, uh, Pennsylvania today, for example, where you don't have a, um, or you, when you do have a very political attorney general, but every state ought to allow their attorney general to step in and prosecute when a local prosecutor refuses and goes rogue. Um, but it depends on how those uh, prosecutors are, uh, how they get their office. Most of them are elected. They can be unelected. Uh, there might be provisions in state law for, you know, removing people. But these, these prosecutors have gone rogue, and there has to be a way for the people to say, look, you work for us. You're supposed to enforce the law whether you like it or not. We decide what the law is. Your job is to enforce it. If the system doesn't work that way, none of us are safe. Yeah, and, and what is it about abortion that would that – would make someone a prosecutor who you would imagine by the time they get to become a prosecutor at that level, have, they have a pretty good idea of what the, the job entails, what, what their, jo- their duties are, and what the law says. What is it about abortion that makes prosecutors think that they, well, that's, one, that's just the one law that I, I think I'll just set that aside and I, I won't enforce that one? Well, I think it's the same motivation that in Roe versus Wade made the Supreme Court pretend that was a right to abortion in the Constitution. They think that uh, giving women access to abortion uh, is a good policy, and they uh, don't like the fact that many of their fellow citizens don't agree. Um, so that's where we've got to draw the line. If, if prosecutors want to determine what abortion law is, they ought to run for the legislature. Yeah. Um, so, um, our Democrats, we're talking to Tom Jipping. He's a senior legal fellow for the Center for Legal and Judicial Studies at the Heritage Foundation. Um, our Democrats and the media, have they been, uh, I know they're the same thing, but have they been misleading their followers by, by claiming that abortion has now been outlawed? And they were saying, you know, before this happened, that it was about to be outlawed. What is it about the the concept of a state legislature deciding the law. Why, what is so hard to grasp about that? Or are they grasping it, but they just don't want to admit that they had grasped it because that makes it tougher for them to be upset about it? I think they, they, they know what the truth is. My mom taught me if you say something you know isn't true, it's a lie. Uh, that's one of a few lies that they're telling, that, that the Supreme Court today has outlawed abortion. Of course not. The Supreme Court simply said we were wrong when uh, we stuck the Constitution in the mix here, and it's still state legislatures that decide whether abortion's illegal. The other lie is that now that they've done this, all these other rights are supposedly in jeopardy, you know, same-sex marriage and contraception and all that sort of stuff. Uh, The Supreme Court knew that that argument was going to be made. Justice Alito, in his opinion today, three different times made explicit the fact that, look, abortion destroys a human being. None of those other rights involve something like that. And so this decision is about abortion and nothing else. So don't let anybody suggest to you that the sky is falling or, you know, all of us are in peril. Look, abortion kills babies. And it's always been that way. It's that way now. That's the issue about whether this choice should be available. And we can't forget that. And anybody who talks about this has to be reminded of that. Roe versus Wade was fiction. The Supreme Court does not run this country, and they don't control the Constitution. Now, Roe versus Wade was wrong when it was decided, 
It should never have been on the books. And, and we've removed that embarrassment and corrected that mistake. We should all think that's a good thing. And now get on to the business of, you know, being good citizens and participating in deciding how this important issue, I mean, this, this challenging issue should be handled. You're, you're an expert on this stuff, and I'm not. And I, I'm, I'm just wondering, um, how, did, in, in this decision, did, did the justices, um, do they... Do they even have to address, or do they address the uh, the subject of when life begins, or whether the 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 unborn child is uh, entitled to the same protections that uh, a citizen who's living uh, outside the womb is? Is that even that much of an issue in this? That was not an issue in this case. Uh, it, it could be an issue in other kinds of cases uh, in the lower courts, or perhaps before the Supreme Court. The only issue here was whether a specific law passed that bans abortion after 15 weeks is constitutional. And that requires interpreting the Constitution properly and applying that to this law, which is something that, uh, in Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court didn't even attempt to interpret the Constitution. So um, the, the court did that today. And so it doesn't address those other issues, but those are very important issues, and it's possible that they could find themselves uh, into a, a legal case that courts would have to grapple with. So I guess what I'm getting at is that, um, that those are subjects and those are debates that come up anytime uh, abortion is uh, discussed, and some people can disagree on when life begins and all the other stuff and the religious aspect of it and all that. But this just is, I guess what you're saying, I guess I'm, what I'm getting from you is that that stuff didn't really enter into this. It was just whether or not the, the Supreme Court or the legislature, who should decide, the Supreme Court or, or the people and the people who were elected by the people. Right. And even though it wasn't an issue in this case, though, the fact that now state legislatures can exercise their authority to decide how to handle abortion. If a state legislature wants to to say we're going to ban abortion because life begins at conception, right? And they want to state that in a law or anything, they are perfectly entitled to do that. Uh, Roe versus Wade had some weird discussion about that, which was completely irrelevant to the case. Uh, but now that the the Constitution is no longer in the mix. Uh, state legislatures are completely entitled to make a decision about basic issues like that and to act accordingly. And what do they mean, uh, Tom, when they say they want to codify Roe v. Wade uh, as a way of getting around this? Well, legislators here in Congress, in Washington, uh, on the Democratic side, are talking about when they say codify, they mean take a legal uh, uh, court decision and turn it into a statute, turn it into legislation. Uh, and they, they talk about doing that, and there's legislation called the Women's Health Pro- Protection Act. Um, but that that legislation does far more than Roe versus Wade even did. They they want to pass a federal law that would prohibit state or local governments from doing anything that could even uh, conceivably uh, prevent abortion in any way. And just like the the Constitution doesn't protect the right to abortion, Congress doesn't have that authority either. That would result in forcing taxpayers to fund abortion, and it would prevent uh, any protection for the unborn at all. Point is here, the Constitution does not take this issue away from the people and their elected representatives. And it's time that we we now participate in deciding uh, how this issue should be handled. Last thing here for Tom uh, Jipping. We 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 keep hearing this, and we'll be hearing it, I'm sure, more in the next uh, few days about how Justices uh, Gorsuch, Coney Barrett, Kavanaugh—they all lied about their feelings on Roe v. Wade when they were being confirmed. Did they lie, or is that just part of the process? Well, of course not. Uh, no justice in history has ever made any concrete statement about whether a particular decision should be upheld or overruled or anything like that. Of course they didn't lie. They never said anything about um, what they what they would do with regard to Roe versus Wade. 
I wrote a piece that our Daily Signal published here at the Heritage Foundation, which you can find online, with, about whether they lied. I looked at the actual transcripts of their hearings. They're all online. They're all public. Uh, no, no one who is claiming that they lied ever quotes them, ever cites chapter and verse. Uh, they just made this baseless claim. No, of course not. Uh, certainly senators tried to make them say what they were going to do. But those justices, when they had their confirmation hearings, defended their own independence, and they refused to make any such uh, commitments or predictions or anything like that. Well, Tom, I appreciate you coming on and uh, clearing this stuff up. Uh, Very helpful, and I hope to have you on again soon. Thanks. Love to do it. Thank you. Okay, that's Thomas Jipping. He's Senior Legal Fellow for the Center for Legal and Judicial Studies at the Heritage Foundation. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden is already calling on Congress to restore abortion rights protections after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. Following the high court's ruling, the president did not hide his disappointment. It's a sad day for the court and for the country. He called the decision a tragic error and warned of its consequences. The health and life of women in this nation are now at risk. And the president said Congress must act to restore Roe as federal law. No executive action from the president can do that. Greg Clugston, the White House. On Capitol Hill, Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell praised the ruling as courageous and correct. He called it, quote, an historic victory for the Constitution and for the most vulnerable in our society. The Dow ahead 681 points, the Nasdaq up 300. This is SRN News. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and start getting cash back in every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. That's promo code SALEM. Salem. Remember, use promo code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. AM 1250, The Answer. Brandon Tatum. Breaking news and what to make of it. On the next Officer Tatum show, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas did a phenomenal job explaining very vividly how New York State is violating the Constitution by making unrealistic and unconstitutional restrictions on your gun ownership. Let's talk more about it on the next Officer Tatum show. The Officer Tatum show, ready to make a difference. Weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The answer. As a former congressman and the ranking member of the Judiciary Committee of the U.S. House of Representatives, Doug Collins knows what it means to fight for what he believes. And on every episode of the Doug Collins Podcast, he'll explore all topics from politics to life advice and blend them together for a well-rounded discussion that you can use to get the most out of your life. The Doug Collins Podcast. Subscribe today on Apple, Google, Spotify, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Balance of Nature is changing the world one life at a time. What does that mean? It means we are actively working to give people more fruits and veggies to help each person in our world be healthier. One of the things we do is create personal experiences with each of our customers. We know living a healthy life is more than eating a healthy diet and exercising regularly. And that's why Balance of Nature works with customers to help them eat healthier, exercise in a healthy way, and take care of their overall well-being. We help each person set individual goals and take the right steps to achieve them. We understand that changing the world happens by giving people the tools they need to help themselves. Go to balanceofnature.com to see for yourself how Balance of Nature can help you live your best life. At Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time isn't just a motto. It's our purpose. Go to balanceofnature.com and get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code 
balance. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. We're looking pretty tied up now on Crosstown Boulevard, southbound Veterans Bridge, all the way through to Liberty Bridge. On the Parkway East, it's tied up outbound Boulevard of the Allies to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Inbound, that's also busy Edgewood Swissvale to the tunnel and the off-ramp at Glenwood blocked with construction. Downtown, look out for some protests going on at the City County Building. Parkway West, inbound heavy green tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Clear skies expected for tonight with a low of 59. Tomorrow, warm with sunny skies. Tomorrow's high, 89. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 68. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine. A strong thunderstorm in the area, mainly later. Otherwise, warm and humid. Those storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds. will reach a high of 88. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, as I uh, said at the beginning of the show, today's a good day to be in the womb. Uh, The chances of making it to the outside world just got a lot better for millions of babies in the womb because of the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade. It may be especially good for black babies. Horace Cooper is co-chairman of Project 21, the Black Leadership Network, and he joins us now. Horace, thanks for coming on. Hey, it's a pleasure to come on the program today, and today we have something to celebrate. Yes, we do, uh, and uh, I was just going to say that. Uh, this is something that um, I know your organization has been pushing this for a long time, uh, so a lot of happy people in your organization right now. Well, absolutely. You know, we had a major smear on America uh, two summers ago, claiming that America uh, hated, disliked, Stymied the aspirations and hopes and dreams of blacks. And any time anyone spoke and said, wait, wait, let's have a real discussion, they were told black lives matter. Meanwhile, an unbelievable slaughter of unborn babies that happened to be black were occurring. There is no good baby slaughter. Let's be clear on that. But it is ironic that the folks who want to say that they are for the hopes and dreams of people, and as they say, people of color, have been central in this devastation. Black Americans are now not the first largest minority. Black Americans are the second largest minority, and they're trending down, and that is precisely because if you add up the number of unborn children whose lives have been lost, you get nearly a 40% increase in the size of the black population. When someone tells me, oh, why aren't there black congressmen, or why aren't there black mayors, why aren't there blacks? who are CEOs, why aren't there blacks inventing a cure for cancer? I will tell you, look over at this unbelievable, I know we're not supposed to say it, holocaust that has just devastated America, and in particular, black America. Yeah, and um, it's, it's um, you have Maxine Waters out there today, cele- not, not today celebrating it, but... Um, over the course of her career, celebrating abortion as a great right of women that is to be cherished. And uh, she's out there today saying, "Black, don't expect black women to be intimidated. We will be taking to the streets over this decision. Unbelievable that the most innocent and vulnerable are targets. And the left, including Maxine Waters, has gleefully... Uh, pursued this. Today, her performance and her behavior uh, reveals yet again the hypocrisy of the left. Our founders gave us a Supreme Court. Our founders understood the value of having life-tenured individuals decide the difficult cases that came before us free from influence. What she said today 
She rejects the decision of the Supreme Court and rejects the idea that we ought to accept that this is how our process works. That is an attack on democracy. That is a threat to the whole idea of self-government as our founders gave us. You mentioned some of the numbers uh, with, with the number of black babies being aborted. I have some here. Uh, I don't know how recent these are, but uh, I think it's 20 million black babies aborted since 1973. That's when Roe v. Wade came about. And the number I saw recently is that 40% of black pregnancies end in abortion. So uh, what's a realistic hope for how much the decision today can reduce those numbers? What, what's going to be the immediate effect on that, if any? Well, one of the things that this is going to lead to is a real conversation about this. You know, I can't fix New York. I can't fix California. Those are really, really... There was a guy who said a few years back, stuck on stupid. Um, Many blacks live in urban communities run by the progressive ideology. And so that harm, that injury, when Margaret Sanger founder of Planned Parenthood did so as a way to target the vulnerable, to target those that she thought had no potential, and in particular to target blacks. Planned Parenthood now locates in many of these dark blue places where progressives run and where blacks congregate. So the real hope here is it's in these other states where suddenly as this conversation about life occurs, that people will wake up, they will understand. A 40% slaughter of your population, even if not a single one of those unborn children, if they had lived, if they never had another child, you'd have nearly double the size of the black population today. That is an emasculation, and that is a destruction that seems curiously in keeping with Margaret Sanger and Planned Parenthood's vision. It is my hope, not just black America, but the whole nation of Americans understand that, yes, when a woman finds herself with an unwanted pregnancy, we need to reach out with love, compassion, and help. We do not need to turn our back and just say, kill the child, it's none of my business. It's cruel, it's harmful, and if you ever want to say that a life doesn't matter, the ritual killing of millions and millions and millions of babies demonstrate that these lives just have no worth. And we're talking to Horace Cooper, he's the uh, co-chairman of the uh, Project 21, the Black Leadership Network, also a constitutional attorney, I should point out. Uh, so he knows of, of what he speaks here when it comes to the law on this, too. Um, yeah, if not for abortion, according to what I saw today, the black population in America would be 50 million right now. Um, that's a lot of votes, isn't it? Um, oh, that's absolutely a lot of influence. A lot of people could be CEOs. A lot of people could be medical doctors developing uh, cures for, for remarkable diseases. A lot more Ben Carsons. A lot more Clarence Thomases. What I would point out is that this sinister effort undermined the aspirations of black Americans, as it does any woman in a vulnerable circumstance, in a way that other schemes by the left have simply not been able to do. Now, all of that is to say, when I put my cap on about uh, the Constitution, when I taught constitutional law at George Mason University, this case, uh, Roe against Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey, were the most incoherent uh, rulings without logic, without consistency of any of the cases that we, modern cases, that I would have to present to the students. And it was a memory game. It wasn't about a principle. It wasn't about a specific provision of the Constitution, you simply played a memory game. What the Supreme Court did today was say, we're not playing any more memory games. Show us where this right exists. And by the way, I read through the dissent. They have no place for where 
this right exists. They simply say it's been run long enough. We ought to keep it. Yeah, uh, I just had Tom Jipping on from the uh, Heritage Foundation. He said just what you just said, that as much as they protest this, as much as they say it's the worst thing that could ever happen, this decision today, <clears throat> that, but he said you can look through it all, and not just in, and you're talking about in the, in the dissent by the Supreme Court, but the people who are out there screaming about this, not one of them defends the actual uh, law. Basis. The basis for this, yeah. there is none. They right. can't say, uh, and they often uh, have mentioned today, that look at what happened in New York's uh, gun case, mm-hmm. how the Supreme Court struck down that rule. Well, there actually is a Second Amendment provision, <laughs> right. and it's incumbent upon the court to interpret and explain how that existing provision applies. You can read through the dissent. And you can't find where it is that they say, since Roe doesn't work, and by the way, this is the biggest irony, uh, Planned Parenthood v. Casey gutted, eviscerated, I dare say it, overruled Roe v. Wade. And yet, because it made up a new requirement that abortion wouldn't be restricted in an undue fashion, they were like, ah, oh, it lived, it lived, and therefore they uh, thought that this was okay. The undue burden standard, there was no such provision in the Constitution. There's nothing like this in civil litigation. This was made up. And by the way, I would encourage, I know everyone's not a Constitution nerd like me, but I would encourage your audience to read Justice Thomas's concurrence in this ruling. We got a chance six weeks ago to read Alito's draft, but we didn't know about this concurrence, and he says that it's the duty of the court, wherever it can, to stop making up rules, to stop inventing policy, and only interpret the court. Let whatever happen, happen. Let the chips fall where they may, but that's the job of the court, not the job to protect certain policies. What a, what a concept, huh? Um, <clears throat> and here's the thing, too, uh, Horace. Uh, most of the response is very emotional today from the people who are upset about this, uh, including President Biden. He, he comes out and says this is going to be terrible for women, dangerous for women. E- even if those things are true, they're irrelevant, aren't they? Well, this is the point. If I have a trial, a criminal trial, for instance, are you allowed to extrapolate what the consequences might be if I am acquitted? You're not allowed to do that. The judge will rule you out. You have to show I was actually at the location. I had the means. I had the motivation. I have some witnesses showing that I did it. Not, oh, well, the bank was in fact robbed. And there are going to be many shareholders who are going to suffer. So we can't show you actually had anything to do with it, but the consequences are so severe. By making up an abortion right, the Supreme Court actually, in 1973, created the very circumstance that we find ourselves in today. Our system of self-government works very simply. It's your job, it's my job, it's the audience's job to persuade our neighbors. It's hard work, it requires effort, and the left decided long ago that was too much effort, that was too much work, and as a consequence, they don't really know how to do it. I applaud, I'm I'm thrilled with today's decision, but I also applaud those long-suffering Americans that followed the rules. They held little tea parties. They came to Washington. They marched uh, for life. They made uh, desserts. They donated 5 or $10 to a pro-life group. They supported a candidate that would support the right kind of constitutionalists on the court. It took nearly 50 years, but they did it the right way. They used persuasion. They used voluntarism. This is not what we're seeing today. It's not what the president said. It's 
not what the Attorney General said. And I haven't seen the left do this in my lifetime. Do what? Use persuasion. Oh, Encourage yeah. people. Yeah. Come on a program like yours. Say, I have the opposite position. I'm prepared to take uh, discussions and, and questions. They don't do that. Mm -hmm. They want to shut you down. They want to shut me down. They want to shut all Americans down that don't embrace their radical ideas. I don't have a problem with you having a radical idea. I have a problem with you not being willing to stand up and defend your radical idea. I grant you, radical ideas are a lot harder to defend than straightforward mainstream ones, but that's still your job. And the left doesn't want to do it. Americans worked for 50 years. And they successfully used the correct process, and this is the outcome that occurs as a result of that. Well, uh, Horace, um, I don't think I could have found anybody uh, better to um, explain this and uh, to uh, get the perspective on it. And I really appreciate you coming on, and I know it's a, a happy day for you and everybody at your organization. And uh, uh, congratulations, because uh, you had a lot to do with that pushing this for the last, what, 25 years you guys have been oh, doing this. Oh, we have been. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we've joined with a lot of other Americans. We all welcome this great opportunity to save the unborn. Very good. Thank you, Horace. We'll do it again. appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yep, that's Horace Cooper, co-chairman of Project 21, the Black Leadership Network. We'll be right back. In 2008, I wrote the book, The Dumbest Generation. This is Mark Bauerlein. My first book chronicled the millennials who spent time staring at screens with extravagant hopes of a high-tech future. They were confident, optimistic, ambitious. Technology was to make millennials the smartest generation. In truth, it robbed them of faith, patriotism, history, art, literature, civics. The mentors didn't give them beauty and truth and greatness. Instead, millennials have looked for answers in utopian dreams of perfect justice and universal happiness that will only disappoint them. At age 30, they go for cancel culture. My new book, The Dumbest Generation Grows Up, From Stupefied Youth to Dangerous Adults, lays out the wreckage and shows how to rescue the next generation. If you'd like to learn more about my work, listen to my podcast at First Things Magazine, www.firstthings.com, www.firstthings.com. From best-selling author Mark Bauerlein, get the essential new book, The Dumbest Generation Grows Up, available wherever books are sold. This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more, or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm, specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. International travel is open again. So now is the perfect time for that trip to Israel, the trip of a lifetime. A trip to the Holy Land will bring you face-to-face -face with one of the most fascinating countries on earth. More than just a vacation, this meaningful trip is your opportunity to enjoy the freedom to travel again. Walking the ancient streets of Jerusalem where Jesus walked, sailing the Sea of Galilee, and floating in the mineral-rich Dead Sea with its healing and rejuvenating power. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza, along with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, personally invite you to experience Israel with them this November. To book your trip to Israel, Log on to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to secure your spot. Call today, 855-565-5519. Windows are us. You've tried the rest, now try the best. 
When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, we had uh, a lot of talk about abortion today, as uh, you would expect. A pretty big day in American history, actually, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. But um, the one thing I, I it just seems to always be absent from these discussions is uh, something that might be a little bit of an oversimplification. I don't know. But uh, how about this? Don't get pregnant. Okay, how about that? Work a little harder on not getting pregnant. I know, I know. It's you know, there's there's uh, rape, there's incest, there's other issues where it's uh, where the person is not responsible for her, his or her actions. But uh, there's a there, uh, there's a certain amount of risk that goes with the the act that creates babies. And before there was a birth control pill, and before there was abortion. I think people might have been a little bit more careful about who they had sex with and how they had sex if they were going to do it. So I don't know. Call me crazy, but I think maybe that should be a little bit more of a a part of the discussion. Uh, Don't get pregnant, okay? By the way, I will be off uh, the first three days of next week. I'm going to Canada. It's the first summer I've been up to our place in three years. And I'm looking forward to it, but I, I will. I, I think I'm going to have some horror stories to tell you when I get back. I have an app on my phone that's going to allow me to enter Canada. I had to take a picture of my passport, a picture of my vaccine certificate, and you would not believe the amount of questions that I had, to, the number of questions I had to fill out, and the information I had to give them to cross the border. And as somebody pointed out to me, down there on our southern border, they got members of ISIS coming across the border that don't get the kind of questions I'm getting to go into Canada. We're living in a strange world right now, and I'm going to hide from it a little bit for the next five days. I'll talk to you on uh, Thursday. See ya. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.